0: Welcome to the Body Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Brokwriter Dave. With me always, Chris Thomas. Bonjour. And to kick off season five, we decided we are going to have a guest all the way from Paris with us. We We've have
1: already gone through the UK. We've marked up Ireland, Britain, Scotland, and we need to move a little bit more to the other European
0: state. Go ahead, nation. Yeah. So we have a uh, TikToker, Mini K, with us. How are you doing today?
2: hi i'm good thank you guys for calling me i was so surprised when i got the message i was like oh my god a podcast about horror because i love horror movies so it was perfect
1: i know it's great and, yeah. it, and we're, i think you're our first tiktoker on our show too
0: yeah
2: oh you guys are so sweet so we're, trying to, <laughs> we're trying to branch out as well
0: yeah broaden our uh, horizons a little bit here and when dave uh, told me who we
1: were going to have on the podcast, and I looked at some of your videos. I was like, No, it's very difficult to watch somebody else live in your dream.
2: <laughs>
3: oh.
1: <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Paris.
2: Yeah, well, you know, funnily, my, and I've discussed this with, with a number of people, my TikToks kind of show like the reality of living in Paris because that's a lot of the reason that I started making content because every time I looked at content, I've been in Paris for six years, right? So every time I look yeah. at content about Paris, you know, it's very glamorous. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't live like that. <laughs> so so I was like, you know, I mean, of course, I, I mean, I'm grateful, but it's uh, it's just a different take on how I guess normal people in Paris live and what it's like. So it's still nice though, and it's still fun. You still manage yes. to make
1: like, big guests, <laughs> even though they were like, two days old, I think the video I watched, they still, you still managed to make it look delicious.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> cool. But yeah. well, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you.
1: I mean, me, you know, just being the uncultured American that I am, you know, the only thing <laughs> I really know too much about France is you got the Apple tower and uh, yeah. just stories that my high school French teacher told us about.
2: Oh, this, yeah. yeah. Um, where, where are you guys from? Maybe I should have asked this before, but where are you guys from?
1: Oh, that's fine. Um, I'm from Virginia on the East Coast.
0: And- I'm from uh, Indiana, like the middle of nowhere.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so He's, he's more uh, open field and I'm more beach.
2: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. So- I've never been there, but yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so Dave, I believe you said that you had some questions uh, lined up. Oh, speaking yes. of which, oh, how, what time is it over that way? What's the time difference?
2: So, um, I'm six hours ahead of Dave. Okay.
0: Well, well, six hours ahead of Chris. I just use oh, everything at okay. Eastern time. Yeah, I'm an hour behind Chris, so it's 10 a.m. here.
2: Okay, so it's 5 p.m. here.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. just
1: wanted to make sure it wasn't like uh, super late at night or...
2: No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. And yeah. honestly it it doesn't matter even because in the summer the sun sets at like almost 11 now so if it, even if it was like eight nine i i wouldn't mind
1: <laughs> dave why don't you go ahead and yeah. take a take a so
0: you said you moved to uh paris like six years ago is that correct Mm-hmm. so what was that process like moving from india to paris
2: oh my god that that's uh <laughs> it's a lot But to give you the short form, I actually started the process of wanting to move in 2015 and I ended up here in 2017. So I think it took about two years of planning because there's the September intake with colleges. I came here to study initially and if you miss that intake, you have to wait another year and I you know even though i was planning and i had all my documents in 2016 i still didn't feel ready because i was 23 and you know in india we live with our parents and i was still living with my parents at the time so i was like i think i might wait another year until i apply so it it took about 2 years of preparation i think mentally as well as yeah. um you know getting your documents and stuff and the thing is i'm not sure what it's like coming from somewhere else but because I came from India we had to get a lot of documents in order for like immigrating over to France and initially came to study my master's so I did it in international marketing and product management and thankfully the first university I applied to I got I got in and it was my first choice so yeah it's not like there are a lot of bigger universities, but the one that I went to was affordable. It was the French university and I, that's what I wanted. So yeah, so that's why that's how I came.
1: <laughs> that kind actually leads into something I was going to ask. I know one person who's traveled to France and back mm-hmm. and yes. now I don't know how much of this is true or if it's just an old stereotype, but I've heard that French don't really like Americans now. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Did you get any of that from being uh, from India? I don't know if, if, uh, No,
2: I get, I get what you're saying. Um, and that kind of plays into, uh, one of my videos that I'll just talk about. But you know, I've been, been here a while and I, I was getting the consensus that the French people don't like anyone. Really? It's not. So There's <laughs> a little wild. truth
1: to that. yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: it's not necessarily americans i think they start to like you when you're a lot more integrated with society with french society french culture Mm -hmm. the language that's when you kind of become more likable to them and initially it was a lot more difficult for me because i was still i didn't learn that much french before i i moved here and i had a lot of french classes after i came so initially it was difficult but I think now a couple of years in like it takes some time for them to like warm up towards you but in saying that you know I don't know if you guys saw but I had a video that got got a decent chunk of views it got about 500,000 views where I'm talking about I work for I'm, this is just part-time it's like a part-time seasonal job um, as a greeter for a tour company and I met with a bunch of Americans and yeah. one was from Michigan and one was from Wisconsin, Wisconsin.
1: yeah I, I yeah. saw those two videos yeah yeah,
2: yeah and they were just absolutely lovely women that talked to me and we we had all about 15 minutes with each other on both at both times and they were so nice and you know they were asking me about my day and like what I was doing in my college and you know, they were telling me about their sons. And I think a lot of the reason that that video, I didn't think, I honestly didn't think that that would happen. I know everyone says that, but yeah. I just, you know, I was walking back home and I just, you know, I just recounted an experience that was nice. And I think that's why I got the response that it got is because people just assume that people, even though I'm not European, the fact that I live in Europe, that I i don't like Americans, which is wouldn't yeah. from the truth. Yeah.
1: Well, I think people like, I, I think there needs to be more content like that out there because that, I think that's why people, because TikTok is just flooded with bad news and people being ugly to each other. That I yeah. think people need a little break from that and seeing cultures just mingle and get along.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree. And I only realized that with that video because um, I, I had no strategy in making that video, right? Like some videos yeah. do have a bit of strategy behind it, you know, but yeah. that was, I was just so genuinely pleased <laughs> at <laughs> at the interactions. But also some of my best friends here are Americans. Like there's one person who's from Chicago and one person's from New York. And, you know, yeah. like, so I, right. I. It's I, becoming like,
1: the new melting pot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I never had any, you know, perceptions about you guys, bad perceptions about about you guys, and I only found out that people on the internet kind of didn't talk nicely about Americans. Which, after that, living in
1: America, I understand. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. I I guess so, but yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing.
1: Oh yeah, we hear that. Like, actually, I think here in America, we hear that a lot. Uh, like, if you go to any comment section, it's just people shaking their heads, like, "Man, I'm glad I don't live in America."
3: Right. Uh, yeah. Well yeah. I, um, I was
1: saying I get it. Yeah. I, I can
0: understand okay. the Yeah, there's some bad spots, but there's also a lot of beautiful spots here, yeah. so
2: I agree. Yeah. I think there's pros and cons. Like a lot of people ask me, Do you prefer India or do you prefer France? And now that I've been here for like, you know, a while, I can't say which one I prefer because I think there's just pros and cons to any city, any country, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. So I think America is just like that too.
1: Yeah, it's just yeah, everywhere. Just unfortunately, the negative things tend to get highlighted more than the uh, I yeah.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. So what were some of your like initial struggles when you first got to Paris? Because I could imagine moving abroad is something that could be a mental challenge in itself. If I could tag on a
1: question to that. What would yeah. you say was your probably your biggest like? maybe culture shock type thing like yeah like oh they do the things really
2: different here i have the same answer actually to both questions because i'm from india right so i mean i've got yeah. to stop this i mean i think everyone knows i'm from india yeah. <laughs>
0: fine. Yeah. fine. It's, it's good yeah
2: you know our sense of community is very very strong in india and it even extends to foreigners I remember when we had exchange students from Germany in in college and not I, I think they were like a group of students and, you know, we all got along so well with them. They're, we're still friends. I was in college about 10 years ago, yeah. um, a little less. But, you know, I kind of thought that that would be my experience moving here, too. Because everyone's in college, you know, you're going through the same thing. You have classes, you have professors that you don't like. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that people would be a little more bonded over the fact that you're doing this difficult thing together. And it's a master, so it's a little more demanding. You know, you have lesser time. Yeah. It's like people that you... who,
1: have, uh, who, who go to war together.
3: So. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I, I kind of thought that I would make friends more easily but I mean my first two and a half years I actually didn't have any friends I had maybe I had two friends but they they didn't live very close to me so I mean maybe we would meet before exams to study together I'm I'm grateful for them I'm still friends with them but the experience that I thought that I would have compared to what I did have was the culture sh- was the main struggle and the culture shock and also mentally exhausting for a very long time.
0: Yeah, just not having that sense of community that you thought you would have.
2: Mm-hmm, absolutely.
1: Uh, I felt that when I, uh, the only time I've ever traveled abroad was when I went to the Philippines. That's where my, uh, my family is from, on uh, my mother's side, and they are very much uh, community oriented over there too mm-hmm. so
3: yeah it
1: was coming back over here to america it was you know the, my my cousins they they basically let us have the run of their house they they went somewhere else and said know stay here so it was that was a cool mm-hmm. thing to see from
0: the opposite mm-hmm. end coming yeah. to a more community oriented culture mm-hmm. see i had i had to like the opposite like i grew up in indiana small town so in a small town it's very much a very community, we all help each other and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I moved to Milwaukee, and that's a place where you don't even talk to your neighbors.
1: No, okay. no, keeping yeah. the
0: doors unlocked at night. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was like a culture shock for me when I first did that because I went from Indiana and I was in the Marine Corps, which is basically you're with the same people 24 seven. Mm-hmm. Then went to Milwaukee, and yeah, I realized living in a big city isn't for me.
2: No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah it's well, a big city is a lot i move you yeah. know i'm from bombay to paris and people are like oh you moved from india to paris and like you know do you feel lost and i'm like you know how big bombay is like it's like <laughs> it's it's huge like paris for me yeah. is small like india is crazy with yeah, it's, its not city. a small <laughs> town yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> no but people just assume because it's india <laughs> they're like oh do you feel like lost in paris i'm like yeah. no i <laughs> easier to navigate
1: yeah (laughs) and were you uh uh after those two years or within those years were you pleasantly surprised at anything at france
2: um i well i was i was you know so i graduated into covid that's a lot of the reason that i'm still here is i just kind of ended up stuck here and then i ended up working here and i was like okay i mean and then i met my boyfriend here um and now I have friends. So I was like, okay, it's not so bad. But uh, living in France during COVID, I realized French people are, you know, they're not, I I think I came in with a lot of presumptions, especially after I was here for a little bit. But there's a lot of work-life balance that they put significance on over here and i think this is a country that i like to work in compared to at least back home Mm -hmm. so i was pleasantly surprised how france dealt with the COVID situation how Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. that i know were i was i was unemployed back then because i was literally like a fresh graduate not even a couple of weeks so um you know, like visas got extended, people got unemployment, it was not, you know, you didn't have to fight for it. Um, The way that companies treated their employees, at least the way that I saw it with my friends, everyone was more or less taken care of with like, minimum wage, at least, you know, rents were being paid, rents were being extended stuff like that so i liked the way that everyone and a lot of my friends are expats so that's where i get most of my information from um so i was yeah that that kind of pushed me towards okay maybe this is not a bad country because if if covid hadn't happened i i would have left
1: we're still Um, arguing about it over here
2: yeah i know i know exactly weird (laughs) <laughs>
0: it's so weird but things are yeah. start,
1: are like kind of back to normal right now and people are still yeah. like just pointing fingers at each other
0: yeah
2: yeah no i it's not it's a lot better in france and even ever since covid there's a lot of companies that are just doing you know hybrid work so um and i prefer working remote as much as i can because i'm doing content at the same time so yeah. the more access that i have to you know, my, my phone and just being able to create content is uh, better for me. So I thought, okay, but also the people, they do warm up to you after you've been here a couple of years and you kind of get like the nuances of French culture, that definitely.
0: (laughs) So what is your like absolute favorite thing about Paris? Other than the uh, response to COVID. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolute favorite thing about Paris. Um, Honestly, it's the bread.
1: (laughs) yeah there's a number of baguette videos yeah
2: it's the bread i adore the the baguettes and the pouch of like the chocolate bread and the croissant and like that is something that i would miss if i moved from france genuinely they make really really good bread
1: that is one thing that my <laughs> high school teacher that i will you know I, even like 15 years or 14, 15 years later, I still remember him talking about how great the bread is, how mm. do they hollow out the middle of it sometimes to infill the baguette with- uh...
2: Absolutely, yeah. yes. You have all sorts of things, you know, actually, my palate has changed so much also uh, in the last few years because I, I was just used to a certain type of food. And now, you know, I've been introduced to like almond paste in croissant and all sorts of stuff. It's just, it's interesting, it's fun. You know, I don't have too much of a sweet tooth, but like the French don't do sweet desserts. They're just very easy to eat, you know? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah. They don't load on the sugar. like.
2: No, not at all. Not at all. So I was actually pleasantly surprised that I would fall in love with the food because I love Indian food.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've ever really tried anything like French type of food that I can think Mm -hmm. of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: other than like the Americanized
1: version. like
2: Right. I I feel like I'm wondering what kind of French food I eat. But if I go out, it's more like I eat like roast chicken with like salad or something, which kind of tastes the same everywhere. But I think French yeah. food would be like escargot, that's like snails, or chata, that's um, potatoes. And they're like really silky, smooth potatoes with like cream and butter and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, French food is, I think it's like creamy, buttery. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't see, yeah. I can't think of anything else really.
3: Okay.
1: Is there a destination now that uh, you've, you've been there for a number of years, is there a new destination that you've always wanted to go visit?
2: Um, yeah, there is. uh, The thing is, I um okay i have two uh there's one that i've already visited that i kind of want to go check out again and that's la i've visited with my family before but now i have friends there so i want to go and visit them when i can but another place is that i that i've never been that i want to go to is greece
0: greece is the one place yeah i'd love to go
1: yeah somebody who did a lot of uh reading on greek and like wrote ancient rome Mm -hmm. culture stuff i would love to go see the old architecture over there
0: yeah that's being a big fan of history i'd love yeah check that all out
2: yeah that that is definitely on my list um honestly i have a huge list but
1: (laughs) (laughs) but those make the top
2: yeah they make the top because um i want to go to like santorini and mykonos and you know, you see all of those pictures on Instagram with all of the blue and white and yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm just like, w- what does that look like? <laughs> I want to <laughs> see it in person.
0: Seems like it'd be amazing over there, and plus, Greek food is so good.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like the whole Mediterranean type food.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, Gre- uh, Greek. That's uh, they have the heroes, right, or gyros, if you say. Yeah. That. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. They're very popular here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, growing up I had a friends that family was from Greek so I'd always eat dinner at their house and stuff like that.
2: Oh, nice. Just yeah. on out.
0: Hey, we cooking tonight? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> right? My, my friend, friend got back um, he's part Greek and he got back um, oregano from Greece. Yeah. And it's just something so random but it's literally the best oregano I've had in my life i'm just yeah. like why is, why, why why does is it so it? much better i know we all,
1: we all have like the same ingredients but somehow
2: it's just different exactly so
0: back to creating content is there like one video that stands out to you that was like your favorite to make
2: oh my god um i have a couple i'm just gonna open my tiktok <laughs> um,
0: right, so go ahead I and just, scroll. I make yeah
2: I make so many videos. Oh, honestly, yeah. recently it's a video that didn't get a lot of, uh, well, it got 600 views, but um, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was, it's a trend where I'm just running with like a skirt to that song, um, Ceilings by Lizzie McAlpine.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think I saw that one.
1: Yeah. Where we, where we yeah. were saying it's a nice sunny day out.
2: Exactly. So um, that video is actually, um, I had so much fun making it because a friend of mine was standing in front of me and running backwards and yeah. we, um, she almost fell. I don't even know how many times for girl, <laughs> um, uh. And like I was running, you know, and I, I could like barely hear the music and all of this is like behind the scenes that y- you don't yeah. see. I wish I had like somebody recording that whole thing, but like, to oh. <laughs> yeah. but um that was so fun because um like there were like people running out of the way and like people making sure like that they didn't get in her way because they saw that she was backwards i was like running full force towards Mm -hmm. her and you know and it was in front of the eiffel tower you don't see it but the eiffel tower is on my right and there's just so many people there so many people were watching and laughing (laughs) and you know they weren't laughing at me i just it was just like joyful like oh you know and um I'm someone that used to be very 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 shy and especially in France like I would have never thought to do something like that or had like the guts to do something like that and I feel very proud of myself that I I wanted to do it my friend was like you know let's do it and and we went we took three takes so it was fine but it was I think that that's going to be like close to my heart because of how it was it was funny and you know, okay, yeah. growth, growth associated with that, with with me and making content and stuff like that. So
1: he had a friend who was <laughs> committed to her role, no matter
3: how many. Yeah. Times she
2: oh my god! Like God bless her. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, I think I like vlogging. I like shooting, um, you know, snippets of my day and putting a voiceover on it. I, I find that fun
1: seems like a very uh, pleasant way to like kind of start your day just with a little Mm -hmm. bit of positivity I I looked at the video like this morning before popping on I was like that's very nice
2: oh thank you I I try to keep it positive but at the same time you know I like talking about the fact that I'm from the east I live in the west and you know there are some cultural clashes that do happen Mm
3: -hmm. so
2: yeah yeah. I I try I try to balance it out as as well as I can
0: keep it real (laughs) yeah
2: yeah Exactly.
0: Yeah. so my last question you know this being a movie podcast mm-hmm. who makes better movies India or France oh man don't do that to her
2: oh no yeah <laughs> India yeah yeah oh my god I'm like a Bollywood stan like I love the you know the thing is like if you're Indian I don't think that you could not like Bollywood like the way that you grow up with it it's so integrated in your life there's so
0: much energy yeah yeah yeah,
2: there's, there's no escaping it so I have watched French cinema I'm not someone that actually likes indie movies very much and I tell people that Bollywood ruined it for me because it's just Bollywood is just so entertaining. Almost every minute of the movie is entertainment. and yeah. they do
1: a- uh, Personal recommendations for any of the listeners out there?
2: Yeah. I do. I, I have, and I even made a video about this, but this is a very nice movie. It's called Queen. And I don't want to, you know, say too much about it, but it's about a, a woman in India. Something happens and, you know, she ends up going... To visiting France and Amsterdam, and it's a very cute look on a very cute take on an Indian who's never really traveled, who goes abroad, and I totally related to that. It's a it's a very nice movie. Yeah. It did very, very very well in India as well. So
1: that'll be my okay. homework. Uh, yeah. Actually.
2: Yes. <laughs> it's called yeah. Queen.
1: Queen. So. All right.
2: Yeah.
1: I'll post that on Insta as one of uh, one of my next uh, little movie reviews. Yeah.
2: Okay, perfect. I look forward to it.
1: Well, that actually kind of uh, is a great segue Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, the movie of this particular episode. You know, I thought it was hilarious seeing these nice, uplifting, fun videos. Now, let's talk about one of the goriest franchises of all time.
0: Yes, Evil Dead Rise.
2: Oh, my God. I, I stumbled. I've not even seen the other movies, you know. I've just seen this one.
1: Well, that kind of answers the first question I was going to say. Uh, All right, well, that's actually good, because we can get your opinion of it as a standalone movie. Um, Yeah. yeah. But this is, uh, I'd say for the first uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes, let's keep it a little spoiler-free, and then we'll get into a little bit more specifics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was asking Dave earlier, uh, you've seen the 2013
0: one. Yeah, the The
1: 2013 Remake. remake. This was the... Uh, most recent one after that, not including the, the series with Bruce Campbell, but uh,
0: yeah, Ash vs. the Evil Dead is probably the only thing I haven't seen from the franchise. And
1: we are officially out of a cabin in the woods now, and in a apartment complex now. Yeah. You said that you haven't seen you haven't seen any of the other movies. Is that correct, you said? Yeah. Uh, well, what did you guys think of the? apartment as the setting now? Cause we're no longer in a cabin in the woods. We're in an apartment complex filled with other people now.
2: Um. So I personally related to that more cause I don't do cabin in the woods kind of settings. <laughs> like that yeah. I don't like go camping. I, I don't think I've ever been camping in my life. And this is exactly the reason why I don't.
3: If <laughs> you yeah, see other movies. Yeah.
2: So, um, you know, now that I think about it, I think I might have seen one. So I have an idea of what you're talking about. I I personally really liked this movie and um, the apartment because I've always lived in apartments. So what
1: what about you, Dave? What do you think of us getting out of the woods and into an apartment
0: setting? I think they use the apartment setting in a very smart way. And they're able to accomplish a lot of things. You. Get to accomplish in the cabin in the woods, like using the height of the apartment and like breaking the elevator to create that isolation and not very having very many places to go. And then the use of vents.
1: I'm actually, I think I'm actually going to be the minority in this one. I think I might be the minority in the for a bunch of the topics in this one. I honestly, I think that something was lost being in the apartment. Well, first of all, that apartment seemed like hardly anybody other than like five people were living in it. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it was uh, condemned and it was getting knocked over in a month. That's why they were moving.
1: I guess I missed that part. That's the reason yeah. why there was hardly anybody there. I just thought it was like on the. I just thought it was like, man, this place is empty. I guess I missed that little tidbit. I mean, at least it explains yeah. it. But yeah. I, I was just you know, the fact that there were other people there, the apartment. I didn't feel as isolated as like a cabin in the woods where there was like only one road in and one road out. I kept just looking around the apartment, going, you know, I'd have been tying bed sheets together, shooting out the window. i been uh,
0: well. I mean, you can't do that if it's that high. You know, you're gonna.
1: I would have tried. I would have tried to go down maybe two, see if I could get maybe two or three stories down, and then I said, well, I'm just gonna take my chance and jump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you see it, surely it would have to be better than what's going on inside here.
0: Yeah.
2: I agree. I completely agree. I had a lot of comments like that when I was watching the movie because I I watched it with my boyfriend and um, I was very opinionated.
1: (laughs) Is, Is he big into horror movies too?
2: yeah well because of me he says uh after we met we met a couple of years ago and i love horror movies i, I get absolutely petrified so i don't watch them on, on my on my own but <laughs> uh so yeah so we watch a lot of horror thriller murder mystery you know yeah. i don't i'm not too fond of like rom-coms i guess so yeah. it's just like you know the darkest stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love I love hearing uh, her boyfriend and girlfriend getting there getting their others into like the horror stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs>
1: Alright, so ten minutes into this, uh, I knew I'm sure Dave knew that I was going to have a certain a yeah. theme on our show, show
0: is Chris hates kids.
1: I don't hate kids.
0: You mm-hmm. hate kids.
1: It's it's it was a it started off as a joke in season one, and then it just
0: <laughs> yeah. turned into
1: like, man, Chris has a real issue with ch- child. Like, not all of them, but it's mostly in horror. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people would think that the addition of kids in this now, because now we're not just dealing with adults, uh, dealing with this demonic entity, or just high. You know uh, older yeah. teenagers we have kids ranging from like how old she seems like what like 10 or something to uh teenage kids yeah um what did you guys think of the kids like just as a whole like as the as characters
0: all right so the uh little girl i think she did a pretty decent job acting but I think this movie kind of went too far with the things they put her through. Like, it took me out of the movie where I started feeling bad for the actress herself. I was like, they are probably traumatizing this little girl. (laughs) Like, the whole elevator scene. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, again, I think that, uh, now, now Evil Dead, the franchise has a, whether it be the remake or the old, has a uh, reputation for being very gory. Yeah. A lot of body parts getting dismembered, a lot of blood splurts everywhere. Personally, I think that if you're going into this, like, I'm comparing this to, like, the 2013 reboot. Yeah. Which you had people, like, you had uh, razor blades on tongues. Oh, my God. um, Yeah,
3: uh, the
0: 2013 one is so much, I think it was more brutal than this one to get through.
1: Yeah, so if you're looking for, like, that level of gore in this one, I don't think you're going to get it. There's plenty of blood,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah.
1: but if you're a fan who's thinking, oh, man, it's going to be, like, that one, it's not necessarily that way, but you might get a little disturbed the fact that it's happening to
0: kids. Yeah, with this, like, I think I kind of used a little bit more of, like, the Evil Dead 2 slapstick in the second half. To mm-hmm. kind of balance out the uncomfort you got with seeing these like, things happen to the kids.
1: What uh? What about you there? How many did you? What what did you think of the kids there?
2: So I actually liked the the youngest kid the most. I think her name was yeah. Cassie. Yeah. And I think she did a better job acting than the older two Agreed. kids. I, yeah, I
1: agree one hundred percent to that. Yeah, kid was definitely the best actress of the three. Yeah yeah
2: them. yeah um that being said the kids were doing a lot of i guess dumb shit <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the movie. Yeah, the yeah.
1: kids aren't that dumb yeah the I agree. They them do yeah i
2: agree i agree like yes. um I, I don't know if this is a spoiler but uh, you know we'll,
1: we'll get into spoilers in
0: a couple minutes uh, sorry, okay. put a note in that I'll talk we'll, about it we'll, we'll then yeah. it. but, but acting wise i think uh Alyssa sutherland Mm-hmm. Absolutely killed it in this movie. She As played she. the mother. Yeah, oh, yeah,
3: Yeah.
1: She,
0: she was amazing in this movie. Yeah,
1: I would say her and the daughter were probably the best act- actresses in the. There were there were a lot of instances where people are getting stabbed and they treat yeah. it like a paper cut. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: getting stabbed through the hand. Yeah. And I know that you know some people go into shock and everything like that, but I mean. Yeah. They must be on some like very strong painkillers or just didn't so, know how to react to it
0: but yeah like that's a rough one to deal with like right through your hand mm-hmm.
1: yeah and it wasn't just uh the kids there there was i mean that was was one of the older uh
0: that was to her sister that, uh yeah but that,
1: that was to Beth. but uh, sometimes the older uh, the older teenagers one gets, you know, this isn't a spoiler. You're going to see dismemberment right, and status yeah. and stuff like this. But one of them gets a, a knife through the arm and is just more like, yeah. ah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You inconvenienced me with the knife in my arm.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's full Monty Python the right one there. One yeah. <laughs> so. Um, now, you you had mentioned uh, the slapstickiness of Evil Dead 2
3: do you think that
1: because this is this is definitely um this definitely is more like on the serious side in terms of the evil dead franchise do you think that so we've had the reboot and we've had now evil dead rise do you think that it should go the bruce campbell route and start getting more slapsticky and funny or do you think that that should just be bruce campbell's thing
0: i just think it It depends on the situation. Like, in this one, I felt like it needed it because of how uncomfortable it made everything. Just give it a little bit more balance in this movie, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, you do need that little bit of levity. Yeah. Uh, With any... Well, I mean, horror and comedy go hand in hand.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: But yes, you do need... I'll I'll get into a specific part that I thought was the funniest thing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, When we... uh, we go into it. Unless you guys want to go ahead and move slightly into spoiler talk. Um
2: well, so I don't was, on,
0: to, yeah. Those are just on the topic
2: talks. of of the um, comedy, I appreciated it because I get I do get scared very easily. So Yeah. So it yeah, it helped. Okay, so
1: yeah. this will be the spoiler talk of this thing. We can kinda see you know, we have a little bit of, you know, Dave, uh, we have a little bit of, uh, give and take, uh, not the worst, well, it was a mixed bag of child acting. You had yeah pretty flat, and then you had the really good one, which I thought was the youngest kid, which is very rare. Yeah. Um, I thought that the gore was toned down a bit. Dave thinks it was appropriate, you know, for the little kids. kids. Uh, so
3: yeah.
1: well, we can go into a little bit more specifics. Uh, I interrupted many... Uh, a little bit ago. She wanted to say something specific about a certain
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I I'm not sure how spoilery it is, but Oh, now um, we're in the
1: spoiler territory. Uh, yeah. We okay. can
2: spoil now. Okay, okay, perfect. But the uh, antics of Beth behind the door, like every time that you would see through the the little peephole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, I think that, that those were like some of my favorite parts of the movie. Um
0: Yeah, she's just taking off the neighbors. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she was just doing random stuff, like yeah, behind the door and then,
0: yeah. and
2: then she was like singing to the kid and then she was like open up and that's that's what I was saying, okay, like the kids were doing stupid things because yeah. you know that's yeah. not your mom, like your I, don't think, yes. but, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think she was that young that she didn't know that that was on mom. Yeah. I was
1: sitting back watching this thing and I was, that's when I wrote down in my notes, children are not this stupid. Like, yeah, with uh,
0: Yeah
2: exactly yeah and she looked insane like she didn't resemble a person at that point no and she doesn't even sound like
1: her mom half the time no no no
2: no. no. exactly so yeah yeah, that's what i was talking about
1: (laughs) now that wasn't again that wasn't the the child actress as well but she was you know that was in the script yeah yeah Um, Yeah. But you know for what she had to do she did it well
0: yeah
3: Yeah.
1: um now that that also uh, led me up to this you know Apparently, these demons uh, have the same exact weakness as the uh, signs aliens that they just can't get through a wooden door. Which <laughs> I, I, you have this demon who can a super strong demon going around possessing, kill everybody, but just can't get through that apartment door for some reason.
0: Yeah, that that apartment door must be like a uh, steel reinforced. Like if they guarded
1: it properly, wouldn't be a problem. Like yeah,
0: he wasn't getting through that door,
1: and you just make sure not to split up or stupidly put on headphones and block out all the noise to so right. not know what's going yeah.
2: on. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah. It's it's little things like that. Just decision, like typical, uh, typical horror movie uh,
0: bad decision making. Stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that always gets made fun of. That took me out of it personally.
0: Yeah. No, my biggest thing about this movie, which is a weird thing to say about an evil dead movie,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I felt like in this setting, we needed more character development. We needed mm. to, more reasons to care about this family. If you're going to have uh, it be this family unit going yeah. against each other, we needed, yeah. to know, we needed to know more about them. Like, why is Beth so like on the fence about being a mother?
3: Yeah. yeah, that kind of like, went
0: nowhere.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and then, I her baby like, he was going to
1: play like a role in, in this thing somehow.
0: Yeah, didn't. You know,
1: now, why do you did the part? father
0: leave the family? Like, give us yeah. reasons to care more about this family, which usually in Evil Dead, you really don't need that much character development because it's just a bunch of random college age people. In well, a cabin, in the, yeah. In the 2013
1: one, they were trying to get their friend uh, to come down. Off yeah. Drugs.
0: Helping her, uh, yeah. So
1: you're kind of endeared to those, like, all right, we don't really know much about them, but we know that they are a bunch of friends who are trying Helping, to
0: yeah, help detox up their them. friend
1: off of, uh, I, I forget what drugs uh, they were on, but trying to detox their friend, and that was the whole reason they were out in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah. But also, I do appreciate that they changed the way that the that I possess somebody no more uh being raped by plants yes i could do without that
1: yeah do, do we if we need to explain that if she hasn't seen the original there is yeah. that infamous scene in the original evil dead in which the mm-hmm. tree uh, basically sexually assaults the uh, the i, I forget the, the,
0: actress, but the character yeah and I, that's kind of how they become possessed yeah
2: I think I vaguely know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, Yeah, I think, like, I, my friends have referenced it, so.
1: Yeah. It's hard to do that in an apartment complex. I, actually, I yeah. thought yeah. that's where they were going when they had her tied up with the with the, uh, in the elevator. Yeah. I thought that's the direction they were going. You
0: know? yeah, yeah, and I appreciate that they didn't go there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I thought um... like, this is gonna be
1: awkward. <laughs> right, uh. But that character development thing you were saying, I guess what also... uh, You might need to fact-check me on this, Dave, but how long was the original? Because this one was about 90 minutes, which is about an average for a a horror movie.
0: Um, I want to say the original was kind of uh, around the same. Around the same? Yeah, I could double-check.
1: Well, you're saying that, uh, in regards to Beth and her baby... I had forgotten that this was supposed to be like one day earlier. I thought that her baby was going to be born and was going to be one of the people
0: that we saw in the opening scene. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So the original was 85 minutes. Oh, so it was less. Yeah. About five minutes. Yeah. Shorter.
3: Okay.
1: But that's what I thought. I thought that it was going to be like her unborn baby was going to like be born and then grow up. And she was one of the actresses who was like the best on the
0: dock. Yeah, I didn't like that. Like, the opening scene, I was like, that's really cool. But, but the, it didn't mean they, anything. Yeah, the cap it with the opening and ending, that didn't mean anything f- to the movie. Yeah,
1: we it. I get liked
0: for- it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. It's a cool scene, yeah. It just but didn't it, play into the story.
2: <laughs> it, it doesn't take much to impress me with the movie. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's, fun. it's
1: It's just weird because they make it a point to go out of the cabin in the woods setting, mm-hmm. but they start it and they end it within mm-hmm. a cabin in the woods type setting. Yeah. So I thought that I think that if you were to just like completely go away from the woods, don't even like reference it because there there are a ton of references, everything from the opening drone shot to yeah. the chainsaw at the end. I mean, the the little Easter eggs are spread out there. Yeah, franchise. But I think that I think it would have benefited to just completely separate themselves from the cabin in the woods setting. If that's what they if most of the movie was going to be in this apartment complex yeah. and you wanted to be like, all right, well, Evil Dead is now starting to kind of branch out or no longer, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, but you kind of start it and end it there. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I gotta say, Evil Dead now, I think I think it's an overlooked franchise, but all the movies are consistently either from good to great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's them and Scream that are, like, the only two franchises I can think of without a bad movie in there.
1: You get what you expect going into this thing. I don't know how many messages that the universe needs to send you to realize this is not a good idea.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right.
1: It's a a tomb with a flesh-bound book with teeth covered in crosses... Yeah, like i mean i don't care how skeptical you are i don't care if you don't believe a, a word of like supernatural or whatever like that the thing yeah up your blood and 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 is, I
0: mean, but you could get why he took it though like his father just leaving him being like that late oldest teenage boy feeling mm-hmm. like he has to fill that void and thinking it might be something worth value to help his family out you get well, why I, he initially took it.
1: Yeah. Well, at first when he saw the records he, and he was looking at them, he was looking like, oh, man, I can't wait. It looked like he was more interested in me, like, I wonder if I could remix this into a DJ thing. Right. And I was, and I was like, these ancient-looking records would be like some old, something from like the 1930s The way it looked. Yeah. But, uh, just that. But His mom didn't deserve that. I felt so horrible for his mom just because of his own yeah. decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, um, they were though the kids were yeah. yeah they were a bit of a problem
1: but i will say that this gave us something that the other ones didn't i really enjoyed them morphing into one entity at the end
2: yeah
0: yeah that
1: was pretty Same. cool
0: Same. Yeah. but Same. i think when uh bridget first became her dead I gave me like the crunchiest scene ever i don't know why but the sound of like someone chewing glass Mm, yeah just kind of like shakes me to my core i'm like i oh no i don't like that one
2: is it in the elevator when she's like hanging
0: no uh the the teenage girl when she's just sitting oh, the on the girl. counter oh, yeah, eating yeah, a yeah. wine glass yeah oh, oh,
2: right, right. of course yeah no yeah. oh, oh, you see it, it like uh, yeah girl, yeah, that was pretty
0: yeah. Cool. uh and it's like pointing out i'm like oh yeah,
2: yeah. oh my god yeah <laughs> painful
0: yeah well cinematically, this is the best evil dead looking movie is it yeah I mean, I think it was shot really well
1: uh, i yeah I mean, not it. it was shot well I mean it did have like i said that i think that fisheye lens shot uh, yeah. from the people was a very nice shot
0: yeah
1: um now now I think i said i was gonna mention let's delve into some of the more comedic bits. I, for some reason, the thing that stuck out to me, the funniest thing, was just this, this the force, the, the, this random wood chipper <laughs> in the middle of a...
0: Right, that was what I was like, why is there a wood yeah. chipper in a parking garage? Yeah. Like, that made and, no sense. And a random chainsaw.
1: And a, Well, we know why the chainsaw is there. But, yeah, um, it's
0: Evil Dead, but... Because it's
1: Evil Dead. But <laughs> I think my favorite part of the whole thing, is, you, know, she, you know, for that trailer shot, she jumps up, says, come get some... And then she she just throws a... (laughs) Then just throws a chainsaw at her. I just thought that... Because she was supposed to be this badass, like, this is my hero moment, and then... She she gets a chainsaw chainsaw thrown at her. (laughs) Stuff like that I thought was funny.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed the eyeball scene. Pay homage to Evil Dead 2. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, (laughs) uh, Throwing the eyeball into the other guy's throat.
0: Yeah, like, biting out some guy's eyeball. I think that was something I really haven't seen before. And then she spits into into the other guy's mouth and he chokes on it.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think about it now. I mean it does have I mean, you do have a scene where like this big thing gets chucked into a, a wood chipper and in the head. I mean it uh, you know, thinking back on it now, I guess the gore is there.
0: Yeah, uh, it it's raining blood. I forgot which Evil Dead it did, but that's happened before where it's just raining blood. Well,
1: 2013 when the remake had that.
0: Yeah, so it kinda Pay homage to that one as well with that scene when I was spreading blood on him. And, uh, I definitely
2: you know. have to like, I definitely have to watch the other ones, but I feel like this movie I think it it did what it was supposed to, and I feel like that was roping people like me, you know, yeah. who are kind of newer to the series and yeah. And it, it's not too gory because I don't like too much gore either because it makes me really uncomfortable even the amount of gore in this movie was it was a lot but i i knew that it was gonna be gory so it was okay but i do think that it was looking for they were looking for a newer audience so
0: yeah because this movie it does work as a standalone movie itself yeah. so well that's the yeah. cool thing about the evil dead franchise i mean you can
1: definitely tell that they're trying to i mean as a As a movie where it looks like they're trying to branch out to places other than just a cabin in the woods, um, I think that works. I think we'll start seeing more Evil Dead movies uh, set in other locations other than, like, in the middle of the woods.
0: I think, yeah, because this all takes, they all take place in the same world, because I, talking, the director said in an interview, there's supposed to be, like, three, the books, there's supposed to be, like, three of them on the, yeah, there's supposed to be, like, three different ones in the world. So
1: we have, so I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. That was Ash, is that
1: established in the movie or is that just something the director said?
0: That was something that was just said in the, by the director because otherwise it would seem like it takes place in a completely different universe because okay. technically well, that, Ash has one of them. So well, it wouldn't be in the bank vault in LA. Yeah. He, I
1: didn't know that he said that. So, so that's why I was thinking it was like a different universe because I was like, well, isn't this supposed to be like out in the woods somewhere? Like, what, why mm-hmm. is there a. why? Why is this book like in the middle of this apartment complex? So if there's supposed yeah. to be more than one, then that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, oh, I think one last thing I wanted to say. I, I thought it was funny just because it would never happen like this. That that elevator crash. <laughs> fairly certain that's not how that would have gone down. That, that worked out very very well. Uh, yeah. Fairly certain certain that
0: they had been a done deal. <laughs>
1: But um, hey, you know, movies.
3: <laughs>
0: so. Suspense of disbelief, yeah.
1: If I'm already believing what's happening all the way up to Han, then. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought just... it was
2: entertaining, the yeah. elevator. Yeah. I, I was, was also. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was hooked.
1: <laughs> I was wondering if that was supposed to be a shining reference, you know, the elevator of blood. I thought of
2: that. Yeah. that I thought of that. It did remind yeah. the shining, yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's definitely why it was in there. Just kind of, like, "That's why well, we need to have
1: these." Uh, oh, you know, we you know what we didn't do at the very beginning. We usually do a one sentence like summation of like what is this movie about? It's Evil Dead. It's, it's cabin Evil
0: Dead. You know what it's about. It's Evil.
1: It's a cabin in the woods movie in an apartment complex. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, there. You go. There's your one sentence sum up. Um, yeah. when we go into like uh, kill of the movie? Which there's a couple. Uh, a couple of entertaining deaths in this one. Yeah. Which I'll even include, like, the the individual deaths of, like, the characters. who I mean, they all come back alive and get possessed, but we'll count them. Yeah. Um, did you have one, Dave?
0: Uh, I'm definitely going to go with the guy who gets his eyeball bitten off.
1: <laughs> and his throat slit. Yeah. Like like
0: that's just, that's, that's a rough way to go. Right. Just trying to help people out. Uh,
1: what about you, Minnie? Did you have a, uh, was there a particular, either death or scene that you thought was a, was a standout?
2: I think it's the the fisheye lens scene, um, mm-hmm. for, through the people. I, I, I really like the color in those scenes. They were like, very blue. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, it was just visually so appealing. And I think that's kind of what made the movie for me. So I think, yeah, that, that scene.
1: It was definitely one of my favorite yeah. shots because you can get a lot with with uh, with what you don't show as well because yeah. you, know, you saw you, you see her walking from one end to the other mm-hmm. you hear mm-hmm. her screaming but you don't see what happens
2: exactly okay.
1: yeah. I, I like shots like that where you know same and they kill they kill the kid like right I mean this, this movie wasn't afraid to kill kids yeah 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 um,
2: or maybe the teenagers were fair game because they're not kids.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, which, once you hit the teens, you know, you're, you're fair. You're good. You're fair yeah. Too, yeah. These yeah. But I didn't want to see little, uh,
3: Cass, Same. was
0: it? Yeah, Cass. Cass. Yeah, she, I'm glad
1: she like, made it. Yeah. I don't care if she is going to grow up to be a psycho in you know, room, yeah. cutting dolls' heads off and sticking them yeah. on things. I mean, I mean yeah. let's be real. That kid's going to grow up to be a serial killer anyway. Yeah. But I, still like wanna, I still don't want to <laughs> see her get hurt. Yeah. Um, say for me, uh, well, that one's a, a close one, but I don't know why, just like, oh, I'll say uh, what I liked, which I thought was pretty original, which I wish we got more of, was those bodies morphing into one thing. Yeah. I like that as a creature idea. I kind of wish that, I mean, they keep it mostly in the shadows.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: wish that we saw it a little bit more.
2: Same. I, I yeah. said that. Yeah, I even said that out loud. I want to see the creature. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but the idea of it, I thought, was was nice. It would have been perfect if they showed it a little bit more or maybe even shown them morphing into the creature. But uh, yeah. the idea, I thought, was a cool one. And original for the series. Oh, yeah. For the franchise. Um, hey, Dave, why don't you go ahead and explain this, uh, our rating thing. Let's, let's go ahead and rate this sucker.
0: Okay, so when we rate movies... We like to stand out a little bit, so we rate them out of 30. Okay. And each, like, 10 points is for something different. Like, we rate technical. the story 1 out of 10, like the technical and cinematography 1 out of 10, and then enjoyment 1 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And it all up to get 30.
2: Okay.
1: So, so for yeah. example, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, let's talk about the technical, like the cinematography, how did it look? Um, what, what would you uh, guys rate that out of 10?
0: I'd give it an 8. I think it had a lot of really good shots at it. Definitely a lot more than you would expect out of, like, Evil Dead franchise. So,
1: mm-hmm. so you'd yeah. say an 8 out of 10 on the technical cinematography, how it looks? Yeah. Um, how about you, Mini-Gay?
2: Um. So since that was my favorite part of the movie, the visual aspect, I would give it a 9.5. 9.5?
3: Yeah.
1: All um, right, I guess I'll be the jerk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't shot poorly. I, yeah. I don't want to give off that impression. We've seen shot, some
0: poorly shot movies. We've
1: seen some very poorly shot movies. <laughs> House of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can't say that this was bad, but to me, other than one or two things, there wasn't. Um, I'm going to say a seven. I'll give it a seven. Okay. Not, not too harsh. Um, that's
2: fair. I think yeah. that
1: there could have. I, I saw remnants of things that I wish they did more of. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I wish uh, they didn't keep the creature in the dark, yeah. mm. um, and a lot of others. I did like the fisheye lens uh, through the people. I wish we had a lot more fancy stuff like that. Yeah. But that's a personal preference. Yeah. Um. Next is the storyline. The story of uh, this Evil Dead, which, you know, putting it into context, it's it's the movie you expect it to be. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not trying to be anything other than what it is. If yeah. that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, I wish I would have got a little bit more sensor switching it to this like, you know, family dynamic. I wish I would have got a little bit more character development. So for story, I would probably give it a six. Okay. Uh, what about you?
2: Um, Story, yeah, I would give it a 6.5 because I thought the plot was lacking
1: mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, 6.5. And like I said, like for what it is and for what it is trying to be,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is just, you know, a, uh, uh, it, the story is not hard to follow, but, I mean, none of the evil dead movies are a hard thing to follow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'll also give it a 7, in all honesty. Easy to follow, okay. you kind of get what you pay for. You, you yeah. know, it's not mm-hmm. hard
0: to, you know, keep along. Yeah.
1: And uh, now so, overall enjoyment.
0: I found it very enjoyable. It's not boring at all. It's kind of like the pacing is really well, so for enjoyment, I'd probably give it an 8.5. Uh,
2: I would also give it an 8.5. I enjoyed that movie a lot. <laughs> it was very, very enjoyable.
1: Uh, now, for me, it'd have to be a, a little bit less. Uh, I mean, I think two out of the three children actors were very wooden yeah (laughs) and they they set up a lot of things that you know i knew was going like they made it a point to like show the kid throwing scissors under the bed yeah like Mm -hmm. oh wonder i wonder if those scissors are going to come into play later They certainly stuck on it for a little bit (laughs) um and just the you know These kids aren't the first ones to be making dumb decisions like this, but I would hope that by 2023 we we would have had a little bit stronger kid characters that wouldn't be making these kind of decisions. Um, I'm going to rate it a six for my overall enjoyment. Okay. Uh, You know, not the worst, but I kind of expected a little bit more.
2: Right. All right. Because you've seen like the movies before so i guess it's yeah. understandable to have but expectations see, yeah, yeah.
1: This, this is the first one to have like like kids in it yeah and it's just you know i try to you know i jo- we joke about you know chris hates kids and everything yeah. but i've had we've had plenty of episodes where i give kids slack and be like well you know it's not their fault but yeah. then again once you hit teenage like acting and stuff like that you s- it's weird that the youngest of the kids was a better actress than her older co-actors yeah so um uh, yeah that's why it's a little hard because it's like one out of three you know but uh but six i'm comfortable mm. with a six in terms of enjoyment
0: all right so chris you give it a 20 out of 30. Mm-hmm. i gave it a 22.5 out of 30 and Minnie you gave it a 23.5 out of 30.
3: <laughs> so
1: average all that
0: uh, I could do that real quick.
1: So but overall, a
0: pretty good movie.
1: Yes. Overall, I think it would be somewhere in the realm of a 66 to 70% if we're rating it as a as a Yeah, that,
0: the average is uh, 22 out of 30, so.
1: That's about like a, what, 66 or 67 something like
0: Yeah, that. if we did a 100-point scale, it'd be like, it'd probably be in the 70s. Yeah. Upper 60s,
1: yeah. low 70s. 70s, but, yeah. But not a bad movie. It was, you know, it was, uh. I'm not upset I watched it. It's certainly. No. We just did a whole season of awful movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So this was definitely way better than any of the ones that we watched during that season.
0: <laughs> yeah. It definitely has some rewatchability. I could definitely see myself going back and watching this movie again, so.
1: And I think, uh,. I think on the old tomato meter, it's, uh, it rests at about an 83. So no, we're, we're about like maybe around 10, there, yeah. 10, 10 to 12 points lower than what it's on, on uh, the tomato meter, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's, that's, that's it's our opinions are, whatever that's worth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But
1: Anyway, I, I mean, thought. the
0: audience scores 76, so we're close to that. So I guess so. we are
1: close to kind of what the audience was given it.
0: Yeah everybody's also going to try
1: to like see it through the eyes of the original as well yeah which which even the even the movie makers kind of did with all of the excuse me all of the uh little easter eggs and whatnot
2: i wonder how many people must have seen it just as a standalone like me
1: (laughs) well i I tried going into it as a standalone just because it's a different setting different characters it's not connected to ash in any way like in terms of like you know they don't. Other than the little Easter egg, so
3: yeah,
1: I I tried going into it without seeing any of the reviews, so I didn't even know what people were saying about it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, it works as a standalone, and I think it's going to bring a lot of new fans to the franchise, which is yeah, what it's meant for. Yeah, I have a feeling they're probably going to make more. So
1: I I hope <laughs> that this was. I think they were just dipping their toe in the water to see. All right well a do people still like the evil dead franchise uh and b how how are they going to take to us getting out of the woods
0: yeah and another uh fun fact about this movie is it was originally made to be uh an hbo max release Mm. but after like the audience tests rated so high they decided to give it a theatrical release
2: oh i didn't know that cool yeah
1: and i will say i am not opposed to having like more kids in the franchise so long as it would give us more of the cast actress yeah kind of uh, acting
0: that could do their job which is very
1: (laughs) rare i will say like very rare that i would say you know what i would like to see more of the younger younger kid rather than the teenagers
0: yeah
2: right yeah so
1: hopefully they'll take this as an opportunity to do something uh, more different uh if they were to make a sequel
0: yeah, hopefully they don't do, like, you know, release Evil Dead in 2013, and then just didn't release a sequel that they had planned.
1: Well, they had a sequel planned for that one.
0: Yeah, you Without with how well it got received, there should have been one planned at least.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, then again, that was, what, nine years ago, so maybe they're yeah. trying to... Uh... You know, make up for that and just yeah. test the waters, like I said, and see. well, yeah. it has, has the uh, has its popularity faded? Yeah. obviously not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Evil Dead franchise is a die-hard group of people who like it.
0: Yeah, it's so like all of this came from one movie that had a bunch of like thirty-five thousand dollars.
3: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, the oh. f- the very first one I think it was like thirty five thousand was the budget. Oh,
1: yeah, very it, was, cool. it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, Sam
0: Ra- yeah. Sam Raimi did a great job with it.
1: I think. Um, yeah, that uh, story I heard. No, where-
0: I was wrong. I read the budget wrong. It was actually three hundred seventy five thousand, but still. Oh.
3: Think, yeah you know,
1: still not a lot <laughs> i think i heard a story where i think it was tom savini was approached by like sam raimi when he was like a young kid and he was like hey we got this uh project that we're working on and it was like one of the scenes of the uh like yeah. the claymation decomposing yeah thing and tom Savini was like oh this looks awesome and
0: yeah
1: it was just like the the beginnings of what would eventually become the first evil dead movie i think it was tom savini
0: yeah i, I think so yeah But, I mean, uh, Lee Cronin, now at the Wheel of the Franchise, I think he did a really good job. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen the other movie he directed, Hole in the Ground. He's only directed two movies so far. Uh, I can see him uh,
1: keeping going with
0: this. Yeah. He he did a really good job with this one, so. Especially it only being his second movie in a director chair, so. Uh,
1: Well. I have to thank Minnie for suggesting this movie because I think yes. we don't usually do like new movies or movies that are out in theaters. We usually, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. well, I think the last time it was Halloween Kills, but mm-hmm. I think that was our last one that was like a recent movie yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> my, my next suggestion, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I should talk about that one or this one, but I picked it because it was new, was going to be Saw because that's... Uh,
1: well then, you'll have Saul's to come back on the Chris, to the
0: show. That's about Chris's it. favorite movie. That's yeah.
2: Oh, oh, it's there's some of mine too. Yeah, there's some of my favorites <laughs> oh, as well. All right, yeah. so now, now you have to come back on.
3: Yeah.
1: Talk
2: about. Saul. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Dave,
1: Dave, you can sit in the corner, and yeah. me and her will just sit there and talk about
0: talk Saul. Yeah. Saul. I could what talk
2: a, about those for hours. <laughs> what about what about yeah. Amanda?
1: How she killed off
2: Adam? How messed up was that? I know I know yeah. total spoiler but oh my the right,
1: well, first gonna...
0: first three were great then after that no
1: <laughs> well we're going to uh we're, we're going to put a pin in that and we're going to yeah we're going to try to get you back on at some point again
2: Oh thank you yeah. guys this is so sweet no it was yeah. it was great and you guys are so knowledgeable about movies like yeah. um I have friends like that, you know, who are like, they want to be directors or filmmakers or whatever. And I'm just like, I watch movies more for entertainment value. So sometimes I end up offending people, telling them the kinds of movies that I like and the the movies that I haven't seen. And they're like, you've not seen Pulp Fiction? And I'm
1: like, Uh, you know, uh, uh, people are going to hate me for this one. And it's going to be my homework at some point. I haven't seen The Exorcist.
2: Yeah, I know. Oh wait, I've seen that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people like
0: yeah.
1: Know, we all have those movies where it's like yeah. how yeah. have you not seen that? I'm like, look, I watch a lot of horror movies. I can't watch them all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've I've never seen Godfather Part Two II or Three, so
3: Yeah. I mean I'm we all have our little
1: them.
0: uh yeah. guilty like I can't believe I've never seen people
1: were like that when I said I never saw The Princess Bride. I have since seen The Princess Bride, but at the mm-hmm. time yeah. when I hadn't yeah. Treated me like I had committed some crime against humanity for yeah. everything. right. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, now that we, you know, finished talking about all this blood and guts, go out and make some more sunshine TikTok videos. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the sunshine of the day. And, uh, yeah, you know, get rid of all this bleak death talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it was it was fun though. These are the kinds of movies I like to watch. So just yeah. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so can uh, what? It. Watch the yeah. two thousand thirteen uh, yeah. reboot.
2: I will. I will. Uh, yeah, I think that this weekend is probably going to be an Evil Dead one movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that one's a little bit more on the gore side. Yes. Yeah.
2: Boring. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, the uh, Evil Dead two and Army of Darkness, the second and third ones, those are very like steps slapstick comedy type horror movies. Mm-hmm. It was Mm -hmm. like a
1: a complete deviation. Well, not complete, but a deviation from the first one, which was strictly going more of a comedic route.
0: Yeah, Army of Darkness is an insane movie in itself. So,
2: okay, I I look forward to watching these movies. Do do you guys have like an Instagram or something that I? Yeah,
0: this is a a good time.
1: But first, before us, uh, they're listening. They probably know ours. Where can people find you?
2: Where can people find me? So I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all under It's Mini K. <laughs> Should I spell that out? It's- oh, sure. Yeah. Oh. Just a yeah. yeah. So it's I-T-S-M-I-N-I-K-A-Y. It's Mini.
0: Yeah, definitely go follow her on TikTok. Her TikToks are great. So. Yeah. You Thanks. want to get put in a yes. good
1: mood and learn a little yeah. bit about, you know, France and whatnot. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a good, good, oh. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you real quick. You had mentioned in one of the videos learning French from a Duolingo podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that was called?
2: Um, Let me just look. I have it on my Spotify. I think it's just Duolingo French podcast. Okay. Yeah, it's just called Duolingo French podcast, and they have Duolingo Spanish podcast. So.
3: Okay.
1: I, I might give that a, uh, give that a check out because I've always wanted to learn French.
2: <laughs> oh they're they're lovely the stories are really i was not expecting such nice stories on their podcast yeah
1: well guys you know where to follow her and as always you can find us at body pa- uh, body Bags podcast on instagram twitter uh, yeah. apple spotify
0: what have you yeah tiktok it's i think instagram's the only one that's body bag pod and the rest are body bag podcast
1: that's why i have you here dave to correct me when i'm 100 wrong
2: i found you guys so yeah. when i watch the evil dead i'm gonna dm you guys a little review thank you That's very
1: soon <laughs> yeah. but in the meantime this has been body bag podcast i've been chris thomas with me as broke writer dave as always and thank you for coming on mini k
2: oh thank you
0: <laughs> have a good week everybody
2: Bye guys. It was so nice talking to you. Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you. You have a good rest of the day.
2: You too. Yeah.
0: Thank you for coming on.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Bye.
0: Bye. Hey
1: everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to
0: what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast.
1: Thanks, and we'll see you next time.